Hello, I'm Kendra Von Esch, and you are listening to my 10-minute daily podcast, Reality Reflections. I bought into what this world said would make me happy. Money, prestige, power. And hey, if it feels good, do it, because life is stressful, so party hard. Do whatever makes you happy. But that didn't quite work out, because I felt even more insecure, full of fear, shame, and anxiety, and never, ever good enough. Then God found me and flipped my reality upside down and transformed my life. And I want this for everyone. So I left my executive career to help others find true acceptance, supernatural peace, joy, and love that only comes from a relationship with God. Here is my reality reflection for today. Boy, did I make a goofy, goofy call last podcast before I went to go visit my father-in-law and my brother-in-law down in Atlanta. I said that the following week was September 17th. I missed a whole week there. Uh, Y'all, sorry about that. So September 17th isn't for another week, but I just wiped a week out. I don't know what happened. And by the way, for those of you who don't know what I'm talking about and what's September 17th, it's a joy and prayer workshop that I'm doing live with a woman, Karen Dwyer. And we're going to show you how to find that joy in everything, even the messes and the situations and the relationships and the division that's going on in the world. How do you still live with joy? And also, how do you find joy in prayer? Because it is a battle. It's in the catechism. Prayer is a battle. But prayer is also a humble experience and deep relationship with the Lord, the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, and the Holy Trinity. And it is beautiful when you find that joy in that time in prayer. And we're going to go through a workshop and you don't have to be there live. Okay. I know people are busy and you may not have three and a half hours to watch it live, but we will send you the link and you can watch it at your leisure, but watch it nonetheless. Who does not want to live with the spirit of joy oozing from you every moment? And that, my friends, is the best net to catch fish. You're a walking evangelizer. Okay, you go to prayer, whoops, joy, prayer, workshops with an S.com. Joy, prayer, workshops with an S.com. And sign up. And I hope to see you there, live or not. Okay. Moving on to the topic of today, the feast of the nativity of our mother, Mary, the mother of God, our spiritual, perfect mother, whose only role is to lead us to her son. Mary did not have many words in the Bible. She contemplated and pondered on her heart often. 
And we just got home from our trip. Um, and I just had this comforting feeling of being home in my own house. And it was a great trip. Don't, don't get me wrong. That's not what I'm saying, but there's nothing quite like home. And when I think of Mary and Jesus and St. Joseph together as a family, my heart warms and I wish, you know, that I can be more like Mary and my husband can be more like Joseph and we can live with Jesus in our lives and in our spirits all day. And the readings, holy moly, if you get the USCCB readings sent to you in an email, you will have multiple versions of the readings. They're just spectacular today. And yes, it's about our mother, but it's also Romans 8.28. And I want to read that. Hold on, let me get to it. Sorry. I also have to take a drink of my coffee. Okay, sorry. Brothers and sisters, we know that all things work for good for those who love God, who are called according to his purpose. So I want to tell you all, if you're interested in more about what joy is in your life, go to relevantradio.com. And go into the podcasts and search up at the search bar. Just put in Kendra Von Esch Joy. Or it should just come up with all the Kendra Von Esch sessions. It's the latest Relevant Radio interview on joy. And we talk about it for like 20 some odd minutes. And it's worth it for you to really consider the difference between happiness and God-given joy, the spirit that is the Lord's gift. Okay, let's focus on this po- on this podcast right here. Um, as we were on that radio show for that segment, I had said, oh, you know, I want to read, I, I had my computer ready, you know, Romans 8, 28. And the host, John Morales said, oh, we know all things work for good for those who love God. And that is the most important part to remember. But I said, and it continues with who are called according to his purpose. So I just want to dive into that because sometimes when we meditate and today is one of those, I could go crazy on all of the different readings, contemplating Mary in my life. And it all boiled down to me was home is what you make of it. And if you bring Jesus into it, you will have joy and you will feel full of peace and love. And that is why we're, you know, we have, and this doesn't mean that you have to have a husband and children. My children don't live with me anymore. Um, but reaching out and, you know, communicating with them, inviting them over and 
and bringing God into it, right? Praying before we eat and being grateful and thankful and just loving on those guys. You know, that's basically what it's about. If you're single, it is making your home and your place that you dwell in the most cozy and warm and loving, you know, put a crucifix somewhere, make sure you have some pictures that, that remind you to bring Jesus into your heart, right? You've got a cross on your chest or something that can remind you of him within you. And that all you have to do is invite him in and let him pour out his grace. But the last part of that, which is who are called according to his purpose. Let me reread it again, because this is really something that we should remind ourselves of, because right now the world seems mad and it is mad. And I think it's mad because God wants it to be mad. Of course, that's, that's the point of this whole thing. We know that all things work for good for those who love God. So we have to call on our patience to trust his plan, know that there's going to be something good coming out of it. Are people waking up here and there because of what's going on out in the world and how it impacts them, whether on their, you know, in their finances, in their job situation, in their health decisions, right? The big vaccine discussion and war and companies with their mandates and masks and all of this, right? It's easy to just get sucked into that. And this is again, where I go back to my home. My home is my shelter and always my shelter is Jesus who should be in my heart and in my home. And there's this just sense of security. And I'm telling you, I don't know if you've done this, but I have sprinkled holy salt around the border of my home and have said prayers of protection on our property. I've had it blessed as an exorcism blessing within my home. <laughs> I have holy water and holy oil exercise blessed as well. Um, I'm, I'm serious about the spiritual warfare and, and the spiritual things that can come in and out of your house that you don't even know that you're inviting in or that people are bringing into your home. But anyway, um, you know, this again, it's my spiritual fortress, but it's my family. It's my home. It's my comfort. I mean, we just sat on the couch <laughs> yesterday and we were like, it is good to be home. You know, there's nothing like home, whatever that is for you. You could be a priest. I know there's a couple priests that listen to this. Your rectory is your home, right? I mean, you've got to get away and you've got to have a place that's yours and cozy and comfy. So do whatever you can. Oh, I have a ton of blessed candles that I love to light in the house, not only for the, the smell and the light, but also the spiritual component because they're also exercise blessed. <laughs> um, the spiritual component, because once the, you know, smoke and the light get into the house, the spirits have to leave. It's, it's awesome. Not that I'm feeling, don't, okay, I don't want to be like this, oh, there's all these evil spirits, but there really are. I mean, and I'm, 
you know, I don't feel evil oozing in and out of my home, but I definitely like, you know, why not light a candle, especially when you're praying, you know, it gets you into the, you know, the beauty of one candle in a whole dark room can light the whole place. It's just amazing. Okay. Anyway. We know that all things work for good for those who love God, who are called according to his purpose. That was my whole point of finishing that verse for John on the Relevant Radio interview because that's the most important. What is our purpose? What is our purpose here on earth? Bueller, Bueller. (laughs) Yes, I know I cannot hear you. I just wanted to give you a moment to just ponder in your heart. What is our purpose? To know, to love, and to serve God. To know, to love, and to serve God. To know, which means we need to know His Spirit in our life as we are looking to make decisions as we live in our day-to-day activities? Do we know God is right there with us? Do we call on him? Do we see him in nature around us? Do we know him? Like I've told you before, I always have up and there a little chipmunk just ran by. They're stealing our tomatoes. It was so funny. Last night we saw him um, get up into the tomato plant, climb all the way up to the top, and then grab a tomato and shoot on out of there. And we were like, whoa, that's that's new. (laughs) Okay, sorry, I had to take a quick sip of coffee. All right, so... To know God, you've got to know God. And that means you have to spend some time with him. And when you do spend some time with him, you're going to love him more, which is the second part, right? To know, to love. And we pray to love him more. We pray for more faith. We pray that we can trust him and Humbly give it to him and let him guide us. And how do you let him guide us? Well, you got to let go of the control. And you have to offer it to him. Deliver the spirits of anxiety, fear, worry. Fight the battle, right? Every single day. But love him in the process. Love the moments that you are tested with your patience. Because these are the opportunities and the times where we are to grow. 
in our trust in him, especially when it's even crazier, right? Like, Lord, any day, you know, you, <laughs> you want to fix this mess here on earth it would be good. You know, we're kind of done with this madness, but there's a reason that it's as messy as it is. And if things get messier, there's a reason for that. But we don't know God's thoughts. We think as humans, we are not the Lord, the omnipresent God involved in everything. The past, the present, and the future is the same time, the now for him. His hand is on everything. The devil doesn't get to do anything God doesn't allow him to do. And so we have to trust that God's got this crazy plan, trying to wake people up around the world. And it's happening. I know he shook me awake back in April 2020. And I'm blessed for that. Thank you, Lord. And I know I've talked to quite a few followers and listeners about lots of this craziness that's going on in the world. But it really is important that we love him, regardless, again, of the craziness that is around us. Give him our hearts, ask him to purify our intentions. And see where he takes us and leads us today. Live in today. Be grateful for everything that you have. Whatever your situation is, whatever your family is, quote unquote, even if it's just you, appreciate what you have and just love him. Okay, and then to serve him. You got to do the first two because when you serve him, you're not just serving him in prayer time, which is part of knowing him, right? And loving him, but also inviting him into your day. We talked about the practical, you know, times where you invite him into cooking, you invite him into cleaning, Okay, anyway, um, but to serve him <laughs> is where we bring it to the world. We bring that, that love and that service for others, where we have that servant leadership in our lives. We, as a mother, for example, serving your children, as a wife, serving your husband, And loving them. I don't, you know, serving, I think, sometimes comes off like being a slave, you know? Like, I got to do the kitchen. I got to clean and prepare everything because that's my quote-unquote role, taking care of the household kind of deal. But anyway, that being said, (laughs) serving is really loving, Loving the people within your own family is the most important. A lot of people think, oh, I got to be called to do something bigger than this. But 
I am actually being called to be more of a wife than an evangelist, if you will. I still have the podcast. And thank you for those that send me notes and encourage me and say, thank you. That was just what I needed today because that's helpful to help me keep this going. My husband will be working from home as of the end of September. So I'm going to have to, you know, (laughs) hide and find a place somewhere within the home to keep the podcast going. And I just, you know, if there's anything that you want me to specifically talk about, send me an email. Some of you people have my text. You can text me or instant message me on Facebook. Happy to you know, chat about anything that you have on your mind. Okay. Now to know, to love and to serve God. And it can be boiled down in one other way, in my opinion, are the two greatest commandments, right? To love thy God with all your mind, your heart, your strength, with your soul. And then of course, love your neighbor as yourself. So you have to love yourself, love those in your family, and then be that love outside of your family to those that you come in contact with. That's your responsibility if that's your family structure, right? If you're a mom or a dad, your first priority as husband and wife, or if you're separated in some sort of split family thing, I mean, that's how I was when you have those children, you have to act accordingly, right? As their parent. But the most important is the husband-wife dynamic. I know it sounds flippy, right? Like, well, why would that be so important when I'm here as a mom, for example, speaking from a woman's view, which is all I can do, you know, oh, and I don't, I've never given birth to kids. I've had the boys since they've been like, I don't know, five, five and eight years old, but nothing like as far as raising a baby and all that kind of stuff up, up and on, or even having a baby experiencing that. But okay, I digress going off on a tangent here, but where was I really going with this? <laughs> oh no, I just lost my train of thought. Oh, I just completely lost my train of thought. This is so bad. And I'm looking down. I keep seeing how much time I keep I keep doing. Okay, loving, serving. Oh, yes. Okay, two greatest commandments. Loving thy neighbor and yourself. And that can't be done without having God in your life, praying, getting to know his voice and continuing to offer up those feelings of anxiety and worry and and humble yourself. Really, that's what prayer should be about. If you read the catechism section four on prayer, it is all about a humble, heartfelt relationship. So remember it either way you can, right? To know, to love, to serve God, and all those practical ways that I wrapped everything around, go back and listen again, or the two greatest commandments, to love thy God with all your mind, soul, and strength, 
and love yourself and your neighbor. It seems so simple, but if we focus on that every single day, you will find that it will be easier and easier to find joy in every circumstance, to have that peace that surpasses all understanding, and to accept where you're at right now at this very moment with the Lord and just ask him humbly to pour out his grace on you, run to him in confession if you've got a heavy heart, you need to cleanse your soul, run back and run back and run back and love him. Be grateful that you have faith and pray for more, right? Lord, I believe, help my unbelief. Okay, everyone, go have a blessed and inspired day. I love you all. I will talk to you soon.